On this episode of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories, total satisfaction in knowing you're doing a quality job for someone else. Yes, quality, satisfaction, and service. And attitude. Attitude is a very, goes a very long way, at least in my experiences with freelancing and working out of my home, uh, working for a uh, 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 business entity, uh, getting feedback from uh, said uh, business entity, uh, getting positive feedback for the most part. Uh, my relationship um, with uh, my work that I do for, as freelance uh, with clients, uh, I'm going to use plural because I'm hopeful I'll be picking up maybe some other business again. Um, you go through a lot of work initially as a graphic designer today. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, you have to show options. So you've got to do some extra work that's not even going to see the light of day, okay? Uh, some of your ideas are not going to pass muster. However, the good news in that is that you filter out what's the weakest and you use the strongest. Um, and you're, the one that's the strongest is the one that the client uh, the and the uh, developer or the designer... I call them a business uh, a problem solver, right? Uh, graphic designers are in the problem-solving business. It's as simple as that. They solve a problem the client has, and the client has this problem. What he wants to convey, there's a disconnect at that point with what he wants. Until he hires a graphic designer, uh, or unless he has, possesses the, the talents within him uh, to pursue it, because it does take a talent, it takes, a, it takes a tool set that the clients don't have. Many clients don't have the tool set, okay, to work and, and to design, to solve problems in that way. We all solve problems in our own ways, obviously. Our work, we go, to, we go to work to solve problems. We don't go to work to not solve problems. We go to work to re- resolve, uh, resolve something pending and close it and move on to the next job. And that's what our life is, a series of, of jobs that we uh, keep a timesheet on. I, I remember going to ad interviews in the early days of advertising when, when art directors were swamped with various clients' needs. Uh, you know, uh, uh, 15, 14 clients and one, one art department. So that's where, that's where you were. I came from the art background, so I have more perspective than... The other wing of the creative department, which would be copy, uh, the copy people, they, they, they work right with the designers. So there's, there's a synergy, there's a synergistic, uh, uh, there's a symbiotic relationship between the art director and the copywriter in an ad agency, or the copywriter uh, and the graphic designer, uh, the art director and the uh, the art director and the copywriter. 
in the ad agency and, and the graphic the graphic designer, junior, senior, otherwise working with the copywriter uh, in the graphic design firm. Uh, the two prongs, uh, and then you'd have also a wing. Typically, back in the days of the glory days of Providence Advertising, a public relations wing, which handled, uh, took, uh, and used the creative department where needed to communicate messages uh, through the copywriters there, using the skills of the copywriters. Uh, and uh, when you have someone, when you have, uh, uh, you know, when you have an animal in your stable that you need to capitalize on, if you need to milk the cow at 2 p.m., you're not going to be milking the goat. At that time, uh, although goat goat's milk, um, you know, I don't even think I've ever had goat's milk in my life. Um, I don't know about about you guys out there. I know I've had goat's cheese, but I don't think I've ever had goat's milk. And um, I don't know why that is. It's probably not a big commodity item in the world of uh, you know outside of the health food store. But uh, goat's milk, I can see possibly maybe me trying it someday. Maybe me trying it someday. Um, based upon my experiences with goat cheese, I like goat cheese. Always did, always will. Uh, that's a that's a given. We're gonna always like goat cheese. If we like goat cheese, we're gonna always like goat cheese. And I always like to make a segue, a comparison to that with Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead. I always like to segue into them. Or with a connected uh, story, and that is this: is that Jerry always considered the Grateful Dead, uh, you know, in response to detractors, as well. Yes, we are like we are, you know, we are a uh, we're a band uh, for certain tastes, uh, you know, for those detractors, detractors. Now, um, certainly not the attractors or, or attracted to the Grateful Dead and that would be the, the Grateful loyal following um, to thousands and thousands and thousands of people in their audiences over time uh, numbering into the millions so what, you, what you're looking at is, is, is a real uh, perspective Black licorice, that's what it is. That's what Jerry said. Uh, we're like black licorice in that comparison uh, for those detractors out there. Yes, we are like black licorice in that you're going to either like us or you're going to hate us. It's going to be one of the two. I'm paraphrasing Jerry on that one. Jerry's known for some quotes. You should look him up on some day, some of his quotable quotes that Jerry left us with, his legacy of quotations. Maybe I'll do a story on that, uh, some of his quotations, and we'll delve into the meanings of those quotations. Maybe that's a trip, huh, Chair Bear? So, with back with my fun little goat, goat's milk, goat's milking uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, reference there, uh, using an animal to refer to uh, the duties of the creative department might seem a little crude, 
But uh, it was the breakdown. You had the copywriter and the art directors. You had the senior art directors. You had the junior art directors. You had the assistants. Uh, you had the junior copywriters coming up. Uh, most of the time, the apprenticeships were working with uh, both departments at the same time, with maybe more emphasis on the art department growing up in the coming up in the, in the 80s as a young uh, professional with my portfolio in hand. Uh, always had to lug that thing around. Um, my uh, earliest memories of toting around as an art director would be carrying my uh, zippable, my relatively portable zippable uh, portfolio as the demands of advertising and the demands put upon a, an art director to get his portfolio out uh, would be maybe the, uh, the catchphrase there, get his portfolio out to seek out new adventures in advertising. Uh, most of these would inquire uprooting from, you know, Providence to somewhere in Ohio to work at some uh, relatively uh, up and well, an upstart up and coming agency. And with a little bit of uh, incubus aspect to it, uh, Providence people seem to want to be attracted to incubus uh, kind of things, uh, things that are in the flux. Uh, we like to develop things. We do take our time uh, some of Providence's development has been hindered by our um, introspection, maybe our um, our uh, u unique, our, not you. So well, it is pretty unique. We're unique. We are a unique state. Uh, I gotta say, we do we do have uh, unique proclivities. But the art department and the creative department are separated in ad agencies. Uh, they're together, but they're separate. Together, but separate together but separate and working together and you'll see clusters of conference rooms at some of your larger agencies with the creatives in their banging heads and the creatives being the art director and the copywriter as the creative director of course overseeing everything there could be a number of creative directors at any given large agency anywhere around the world uh notable there's notable art directors creative directors copywriters uh, a good friend, a, a good friend that I made good friends at it at agency. She went on to win many countless awards, working at different national agencies, and uh, enjoys a, a great reputation today because of it. Uh, her hard work and diligence and focus and confidence. Uh, you have to be pretty confident to be a copywriter. Uh, you're not going to want to go into the job. Um, what are interviews? Well, let's delve what our interviews are, maybe. And a successful interview is what the impression is that the creative director or art director sees or senior copywriter sees in a talented individual. They're going to look at the talent. They're going to see what the book is. If it's a case of an art director looking for a job, uh, assistant could be a junior, could be someone who has some aspirations that shows real promise. It could be someone coming in with just schoolwork, uh, spec work, you know, that has a good, a good grasp, uh, you know, looking, agencies were always looking for stars, just like a football team. They were looking for the strongest bang for the buck. They wanted to get a big return on their investment with temperament, correct attitude, diligence, as I said earlier, confidence, uh, poise is very important, and humor. Humor is critical. Uh, you don't want to be dour. 
The last thing you want to be in the workplace is a dour individual. Okay? A dour individual is anybody who is a naysayer. Okay? Anyone who is a proponent of negativity throughout the office, place, workplace, whatever condition you're in. Uh, someone with a lax attitude kind of lulls you into a listless sense of existence, someone who takes you into a vortex of, of uh, pathos and uh, self-indulgent uh, pity upon themselves uh, and reflected through their behavior with others and interactions and uh, their underestimations, their projections, their projections, their projective behavior. Uh, for some of this, the, some of the behavior, uh, we're not a we're not a simple people. We are pretty complex. Our emotions can run the gamut. Our uh, our intellect should take should take precedence, but a lot of our actions are, uh, in a sense, delusional. They're certainly misguided. They certainly can be misguided, and on the broad scheme of things. Uh, looking, looking out, looking outward, and that includes the political landscape right now, uh, which it is. It's, the landscape is is saturated with politics right now. Uh, everything is political. Everything, uh, everything has to be justified uh, by a, a certain group, and that group needs to proponentize or uh, uh, advertise uh, that uh, victory. There is a total lack of confidence in politics today. It's, it's, it's reflected through this uh, the cacophony of uh, despair that is painted, um, and also the uh, the total um, seemingly seemingly reckless behavior in in American politics today. Reckless behavior, uh, risky behavior, certainly for the overall psyche. We talked about psyche and COVID and COVID in the era of COVID. And we're in an era of COVID. We're probably maybe just midway through it right now. This We may not come out of this for just a while. Uh, the vaccine notwithstanding, we are, we are in a situation where uh, this could, this could uh, get worse. It's, it's hopefully... Well, you can't really say hopefully unlikely. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. Let's just say, uh, uh, well, you can say hopefully. I'm going to be hopeful. And I'm going to say it's unlikely that we have any kind of, uh, those are the cats flaring up a little bit here in the studio. I'm looking out the window here, um, trying to stay focused on what I'm talking about. Um It's the star quality that uh, requires uh, is required by a copywriter and a uh, art director. That's what ad agencies want. That's what they desire, and that's what they're going to get because they're going to be getting a flood of uh, recruits from uh, from all the schools in Rhode Island that can offer art programs. There are a few of notable uh, mention. Uh, 
and uh, Brown University, Rhode Island College, and RISD, and URI uh, are all uh, strong contenders for good art programs. I'm not as familiar with URI's program, but I know Rhode Island College uh, has a legacy of, uh, of quality art, uh, art uh, interpretation, art class dissemination, uh, art science. Well, art, yes, art in today's world, uh, bringing it up to relevancy in today's world. Um, so Rick has made some commitments and, and uh, investments in that, and, uh, and it hopefully is uh, reflecting upon uh, what comes out of there. And it's, it's good, it's good, and we don't want to lose our, we don't want to lose our, our uh, minds, our art minds, uh, to anywhere else. We, not, not a one. We want to keep every single one in as much to contribute to uh, the whole Providence scene, to contribute to Rhode Island scene. And uh, it's, 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 it seems like it's, it should be a goal, a mission uh, to pr- prosper, to have Rhode Island prosper. Uh, national recognition aside, our schools should serve uh, in, a, in a very concise, um, not close-minded, certainly not, not backwater, being influenced by others, of course, uh, being able to take and pick and choose, cherry-pick, um, hiring the best of faculty possible uh, on a given mission. I know the faculty that was installed while I was at RIC was uh, par excellence, uh, notable names, um, vibrant working professionals, uh, compassionate enough to be uh, to make it work. Um, uh, the there's a aloof there's an aloofness to the art department that you don't have anywhere else. I don't think. I think there is intellectual aloofness. Yes, um, there's an arrogance. I'm not talking about an arrogant style. This would be an aloofness that is inquisitive probing, uh, uh, high in expectations. And I think Rhode Island College's staff of uh, painters, uh, painters, painter, painter teachers, painter, yes, painter teachers, masters in their own right, uh, in the world of ceramics, in the world of printmaking, um, in the world of uh, drawing, in the world of sculpture, in the world of architecture, although Rick is not an art- architecture school, um, it has it gives you foundations. It, it does its job as a as a liberal arts f- uh, for what it promises. It delivers upon those promises as a liberal arts college, um, self-contained, um, and uh, and and. Growing and growing and, and doing well, um, our our colleges. I think and we've got some fine examples of, of good schools. Um, Brown's under pressure for its property assessment and you know what it owes, what it might owe to the city of Providence. Claude probably could do a whole show on on Brown's commitment to Providence and what uh, Providence has done for the for the institution. Um, it is uh, has been the place where uh, where it was all possible, and it was only possible through 
Providence being a city, uh, first and foremost. Um, you can't have a university without a city. Um, and uh, I think when you have a city, you have a university. And Providence has its share. It's got Providence College. It has, uh, it has um, uh, Johnson & Wales University. It has uh, Rhode Island College, Brown University, RISD, Rhode Island School of Design. Um, and uh, those are notably, there's a six, those are six institutions right there off the bat uh, that you can easily name that are all nationally recognized and continue to do great work in service to our state. Are we underserved as a state? Maybe. Maybe our, uh, we, may, we could certainly recruit more. We could certainly have more influx into the colleges with um, uh, graduated, properly graduated students. And we see we have a healthy climate out there. There's a lot of graduations in May. Just look at the Providence Journal newspaper on any given May morning, uh, you know, especially after a weekend, you're going to have a recap of every area of college and university and high school graduation. Um, secondary education is important because, you know, it, it helps to mold those people that will be accepted into the college, college uh, university systems.